Blog Talk Radio. Anybody else up here?
It's what we call the loud sound of silence. Hey, Russia. I know I'm Shelly. Glad to have Russia on with us. The loud sound of silence. So here's the idea, uh, that, that one of the scars that we often deal with is this scar of silence. It, it's, a, it's a really strange scar. It's a deep scar because, one, it's, it's not seen by others. People don't see the scar of silence, one. Two, the scar of silence is something that is loud, only to those that it's piercing. You know, uh, other people don't know that you deal with this star of silence. And, and the sound of silence uh, usually happens to those who have endured some type of hardship uh, whereby, you know, maybe you unfortunately had the death of a loved one, and so you're used to speaking to them, talking to them, engaging them, but now, you know, it's silent. Uh, maybe it's after divorce or breakup with someone that you were, you know, intimately or romantically or every day involved with, and, you know, they're no longer there. Hey, Belinda, good morning. And it's tough because, you know, everybody sees you in public, but when you go home, you know, there's this extremely loud silence. Uh, it's a silence that happens for those who get incarcerated, uh, but then when you come out of incarceration and you're trying to fit back into the culture, uh, you know, you want to have conversations, but there's no one to speak to. Military, you know, you have this, this silence where you've gone into deployment, but then you come back home and there are things you want to share, but you can't share, and so there's a internal silence that you deal with. It's after you receive a diagnosis. You know, maybe the cancer treatments aren't working the way you think, and this silence can be extremely loud. It's when you get that phone call that you didn't want or for parents who are now empty nesters. You know, you're used to the kids around, and while you called them knuckleheads and, you know, they were somewhat of a nuisance, uh, now that they're gone, you miss them, but you can't really get them back because you're proud that they're gone, but you still want them with you, and, you know, you're happy when they're around, but then they leave sooner than you want, and there's this sound of silence. You know, it leaves a scar. It's the one some college students and high school students deal with when they take a stand for Christ, and they really want to be, you know, who God's called them to be, but as a result, it leaves them out so they don't get to go to all the engagements and parties and places people go, and so their weekends are a little different. Not that they don't like church, but they want to still hang out, and there is this silence. And, and here's our message today. Our message today is simply this, that silence is part of the process. As a matter of fact, Mark chapter 10, verse 34 is our scripture reference for today. Uh, go ahead and put that up, Mark 10, uh, Mark 10 and 34. Somebody type that up there, that way I know you're engaged. Uh, Mark 10, 34, as soon as I see it, we'll go with it, Mark. 10:34. Uh, somebody got that? Okay, there it is, Lady Calvin. Thank you. Mark 10:34, and uh, it, it's part of a separate sentence in verse 33. But here's the part we focus on. It says, "Who of my kin?" This is talking about Jesus. Uh, it says that he's going to be turned over uh, to be crucified. And here's how they describe it. It says, uh, "These Gentiles, they will mock him, spit on him, flog him, and kill him. And after three days, he will rise again." One more time. Uh, they will mock him, spit on him, flog him, and kill him. And after three days, he will rise again. That sounds really morbid, but I really think that it's a formula for us, and if we grasp it, we'll, we'll really maneuver through life better. Here's what that's saying. It's saying that life has these three stages. There's the pain, there's the pause, and there is the power, right? So on a Friday, Jesus is crucified. On Saturday, from Friday to Saturday and Sunday, he's He's Paul. There's this silence. And then Sunday, he rises with all power. Right? Friday, he's lynched. He's flogged. He's put thorns on his head. There's a loud sound of the metal from all of the soldiers clanking around him. There's a crowd that shouts out Hosanna, and this is crucify him. But then Saturday comes, and there is no sound. You know, the, the death comes, and he's, he's now looking at the pain from the scars, and it's silent. 
Then Sunday comes, and he rises with all power. Most people rush from Friday to Sunday but never really find the value in Saturday. And this week, what I want to really help everybody do and grasp and grow from is learning how to handle the Saturday silence, the Sabbath day silence, the loud sound of silence. Because if we aren't careful, we'll jump so quick from the pain to the power that we don't grow, that we don't develop, that we don't learn, that we don't glean. And so this week and today is about learning that there is a process. And unfortunately, scars are part of the process, but so is the pause. And I want you to know that if you're in that place right now where you're dealing with that loud silence, where you, you, know, you are silently suffering after the divorce or the loss of a loved one or the diagnosis that causes you to kind of wonder about your health condition or, you know, the person that is gone, and you've got all of these conversations, not aloud, right, because in silence you're having these conversations in your mind and you're trying to figure out what did I do, could I have done this differently, what should I have done, who's to blame, what's next, is God still with me, did he abandon me, is church worth it, is living this lifestyle, you know, advantageous, or should I just do what I I want to do. When you're in that place, here's what I'm telling you, that it may be silent and it may feel like you're suffering, but this is only temporary. This is a pause. This is not permanent. This is part of the process, but it's not the entire process. It's a step, but it's not the only step. And this week, I really want you to really repackage the silence. I want you to better understand that silence has significance. Now, we're going to talk about how to share your story because in a silent place, nobody knows that you're suffering, and sharing that story will help you come out of it stronger. We want you to understand that after the silence, you will stand again. You will soar. Today, just hold on to this one fact, that this is a pause. It's not permanent. That this is a part of the process. It's not the only part of the process. That Jesus says, listen, I'm going to suffer. But in three days, and see, that's the key. So this, is, this is Jesus Christ, Son of God, God in flesh. If anyone could have curtailed, cut out, or shortened his process, it was Jesus. But Jesus knows the value of the entire process, so he doesn't skip the cross. He doesn't skip the silence on Saturday, but he gets to this place of power because he endures the process. And I want you to understand the same, that, yes, Jesus could have died Friday and gotten up Saturday, but he knows that there's some significance in that Saturday silent pause moment. I want you to know that it is the same. Matter of fact, God wants you to know that the Saturday moment, the silent moment, the loud sound that is piercing your heart and even your mind causing these emotions, it's not permanent. It's just a place. It's a short little island. It's a vacay, staycay, right, where you're going to grow a little, you're going to develop a little, you're going to get closer to God, you're going to find out what you were dependent upon was not really the source. God is the source. And in this moment today, know that this is just a pause. Matter of fact, somebody type up there, this is just a pause. If you're on a conference call, this is just a pause. If you're listening via podcast on replay, this is just a pause. Trouble don't last always. And, and honestly, where you are really might not be trouble. It might be perspective. So I need you to come back tomorrow because tomorrow we're going to really talk about the significance of your silence. But today, just know that this is just a pause, uh, that where you are is not permanent. That's the part two. This is just a pause. This is not permanent. This is just a pause. This is not permanent. Let's pray. Father, I thank you so much for the process. God, the process isn't always comfortable. It's not always what we designed. It's not what we put in our blueprint or write down in our journals, our itinerary for our days, and definitely not for our life. But we trust you. We trust that even in our low moments, you're there. And even before you lift us, you stay there with us. 
You not only wipe away tears, but you catch our tears. You not only heal our hurt, but, God, sometimes you just stand with us while we're hurting. God, you're not just there to replace people when they're gone, but, God, sometimes you're there to comfort us while we're still mourning the loss and dealing with the grief. So for being a God who is not foreign to our infirmities, we thank you and bless your name. So as we go into this week, learning how to be scar survivors, learning how to live with the loud sound of silence, God, our prayer is that we do not fall too deep into depression, that we do not reach so low that we connect with our issues and are not able to bounce back. But, God, I pray power. I pray transformation. God, I pray increase of faith. I, I, God, I pray renewal of spirit. I pray restoration of mind. I pray that this week, no matter what life has brought our way uh, in our adolescent years and our past months in the past days, oh, God, even in these last few moments, God, it will not be stronger than us. It will not overtake us. It will not be greater than the power you have placed within us. But, God, during these moments of devotional, during these days of conversation, we will rise. We will grow. Uh, God, we will become better Christians, better servants, better able to be used by you. That's our prayer. We believe it will happen. And so, God, we thank you for the pause. We thank you for the process. Most of all, God, we thank you for the power that we'll gain because we have endured. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Look, you guys have a great day today. And, uh, look, handle, handle your pause knowing that power is on the way. Be blessed, and I'll see you tomorrow morning at 730.